Welcome to Zurich's Risk Insights series on coronavirus. What businesses need to know now. Hello, I'm Clayton Shoup, Technical Director for Large Casualty in Risk Engineering Services at Zurich North America. As a risk engineer with 40 years of experience in industrial hygiene, worker health and safety, and risk management, I believe the COVID-19 pandemic has brought new attention to the importance of cleaning and disinfection, whether it's our hands and cell phones or for businesses around the world, the cleanliness of their facilities. While many companies have ordered their employees to work remotely, it's simply not an option for everyone. In this segment, you'll learn strategies that can help your business reduce the spread of the coronavirus in your facilities. These include engineering options, administrative strategies, and cleaning and disinfection tactics. Let's start with the engineering options that can help reduce how a virus travels when people cough or sneeze. Temporary or permanent barriers can be added to work areas throughout your building to help reduce the potential for the virus to spread. For example, increasing the divider height between cubicles in an office or placing a glass barrier at the cash register in a convenience store. Also consider redesigning or adjusting work areas to support social distancing. Simply removing some tables and chairs in your cafeteria, using empty cubicles in an office to allow more spacing, or adjusting an assembly area in a manufacturing plant can provide more distance. Your business operations may be adjusted to reduce employee load too. This may mean setting certain machines on automatic or utilizing remote control options. You can also encourage social distancing by staggering work breaks and lunch breaks. But what if someone at your facility falls ill on the job? Isolation may be an effective tool. Identify strategic areas that could serve as effective isolation points throughout your facility. Another thing companies might want to consider is to alter their heating and air conditioning systems to increase fresh air intake and circulation. Improved airflow throughout the building may help reduce the risk of transmission. Contact a qualified HVAC professional for advice on ways to improve your ventilation systems. After engineering options, there are various administrative strategies that may assist companies in mitigating the spread of a virus. Maybe one of the most important lines of defense during a pandemic, or even the cold and flu season, is by educating your employees on how they can protect themselves through proper hand washing, coughing etiquette, and effective social distancing. There are many good resources available for education plans at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention website at cdc.gov. Educational information and materials may also be available from your state or local health departments. The use of signs can reinforce cough etiquette and the importance of frequent hand washing. Remember, for 20 seconds each time. Signs can keep awareness high and reinforce your educational efforts. Post signs at building entrances that outline your company policies that prohibit working while sick or entering the facility if ill. Inside your building, bathrooms and all common areas are good places to post proper hygiene signs. The use of personal protective equipment, such as surgical type masks, is most effective when worn by ill individuals 
to help reduce the spread of droplets through coughing and sneezing. Obviously, these workers would not be allowed in your building. Beyond that, the effectiveness of single-use respirators or masks in protecting healthy workers from infection has not been completely confirmed, and in most medium or low-risk businesses like offices or manufacturing facilities probably should not be needed. Finally, let's talk about cleaning and disinfecting, which have been shown as an effective way to help minimize the spread of a virus through surface contact, whether it's COVID-19, seasonal flu, or colds. It is always important to have discussions with your cleaning or janitorial staff, whether they're your in-house staff or a contract service, to create a thorough plan for your facility and ensure it is rigorously followed. The COVID-19 crisis makes these discussions even more important. Guidance from the CDC indicates that routine cleaning should be appropriate for most areas. But keep in mind that frequently used items may need more cleaning, as often as several times each day. The list includes anything that might be touched by many people, such as door and faucet handles, elevator buttons, light switches, computer monitors, mice and keyboards, public telephones, countertops, and conference tables. Is there a communal coffee pot, refrigerator, microwave, or vending machine in your common areas? Don't forget these either. Take a walk through your facility to identify additional items unique to your work site. The use of regular cleaning and disinfection materials should be sufficient in many instances. You may also wish to provide disinfecting wipes to employees and have them available in shared spaces. For their personal safety, all janitorial staff or cleaning service providers should receive training on the proper use of any chemicals, cleaning agents, and equipment. Additional training should be provided on the use of appropriate personal protective equipment, such as gloves or face shields. Training should also include specific processes, requirements for each area cleaned, and how to address the increased cleaning needed during a virus outbreak like this one. If your company uses a contracted cleaning service, service level agreements are important for you and your vendor. These agreements help avoid potential misunderstandings and disputes about the responsibilities and expectations for each party. A well-written service level agreement should include, at a minimum, four key directives. The areas to be cleaned and disinfected, the frequency of cleaning, the materials to be used, and any material-specific cleaning procedures and techniques. Additional items should be added to the contract to address any specific situations that may apply to your facility. It's also important that legal counsel review the terms and conditions of any service level agreement. In conclusion, it's important to keep communications consistent and continuous with your employees and vendors. Remember, your attention to cleaning and disinfecting not only helps reduce the risks, it also demonstrates to your employees that their health and safety is a top priority. Thank you for listening to this segment of Zurich's Risk Insight Series on Coronavirus, What Businesses Need to Know Now. Stay well.